Hello all, and welcome to the Lunar Seaspire Steven Universe Fan Podcast. This is episode 101, and today we'll be talking about Buddy's Book. I'm GC13. I'm Sophia. And I'm Hunter. Sophia, it's so nice to hear you. We haven't recorded a, an episode together in so, so very long. No, we haven't. No, we haven't. Honestly, I blame the economy. I blame moving. Yeah, that's that's pro- that probably has a lot to do with it. <laughs> I'd imagine. Anyway, so... I like this episode. I like this episode a lot. I think Jamie really added some panache to it. Yeah, really, really getting in the drama zone. I like this episode, but I didn't like Jamie. What? <gasps> what? Heresy! I'm not a big fan of Jamie's character at all. <gasps> I don't know. He just, like, I'm not a fan of the melodramatic characters. Him and Ronaldo, honestly. A, a minute in, and I already regret the episode. <laughs> and Sophia, I haven't heard your voice in so long. Oh, now I remember why. <laughs> I did not raise you like this. <laughs> this is not our way. Um, but I did like the episode. I liked the episode mostly because of like the lore, essentially, like seeing all these new mm-hmm. gem locations and how people kind of perceive them, and then Rose with her what, lions. What new gem locations did we see other than the big one? The Wait, big one. What? The sandcastle with oh, Rose yeah, yeah, yeah. and her lions. Yeah. Oh yes, her lions. We also saw the um the little chariot for Blue Diamond. The palanquin. Yeah, yeah. I thought that's what it was. I wasn't quite sure, but I had, I assumed that was. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Lots of people saw that. I mean, just 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 a pro tip. I mean, people listening to the podcast probably know, but anyone who doesn't know, if you have to ask yourself, "Hey, did anyone see this?" The answer is. Probably yes, because we get lots of people coming online to talk about the show, but all yeah. the sharp-eyed okay, people okay, who saw no. that and recognized no, it. No, because I actually did see something in the show, and no one else saw it. I didn't see a single post about it, and I was so mad when what I made a post see? about it. Um, In Know Your Fusion, when Smoky Quartz first fused, uh, mm-hmm. they said something along the lines of, like, don't bother putting your socks back on, because I'm just going to knock them off again. And it shows Pearl pulling her sock up. <laughs> that's really funny. Oh, but that's not the kind of thing people are going to rush out and comment on. Oh, but like, the, oh. oh my god, guys, do you realize that, you know, this this might be where Lion Cups from? You, you, you know, we, we get posts like that every so often. Yeah, may I... I don't know, hold on, I have to I have to go back and, and check that out, because that sounds hilarious. I gotta see that, I gotta see that, that's... Well, no, I made a post about it on my Tumblr. Ew. And it got like five notes, and I'm kind of mad. Oh. <laughs> you see? Yeah. I'm going to link uh, that in the I, description. I check. The comments. I, I don't check your Tumblr regularly. I go I go back to it about every month and just have like an all-nighter of just like, just hilarity. <laughs> you you reblog some really funny stuff. I'm, I'm going to be honest. Like, you're just, it gets me. So... Um, Stephen and Connie go to the library. You know, I was actually looking at the map of Beach City that they they handed out. People people digitized it. And I can't see in the main downtown area of Beach City any buildings that are a good candidate to be the public library. Hmm. You're you're looking for a two-story building with a steepled roof. Most roofs in... Most roofs of the bigger buildings in Beach City are flat-topped, only the uh-huh. houses have the steepled roofs. Yeah. 
And so I just can't find any good candidates. But it has to be Beach City's library because A, it's the Buddy Bug- Budwick Public Library. Why would it be anywhere else? And then B, you have the vote for me sign from or poster from Mayor Dewey. Hmm. Yeah, so it has to be in Beach City. Huh, that's interesting. It might be part of the um the visitor center. Oh, that's and... not a bad idea. Yeah, but it's a pretty I don't think the visitor center It is pretty big though. Fits the bill. I don't know. That's interesting. Did did the Cruniverse slip up? Mm, maybe huh. they just made the map before they thought about having the library in Beach City. Possible that it's the visitor center, but there would have to only be windows on the one side. I I just don't see it. I don't know. Hmm. That's interesting. It is. It is. <laughs> I'm look I'm looking I'm looking at the sock thing. That's hilarious. <laughs> What's the sock thing? Oh, the that you told him about? Yeah, where pull, Pearl pulls up her socks. Oh, yes. <laughs> that's 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 hilarious. So, so enough about trying to find the building. I don't think it's in Beach City downtown. I think it's a little ways off from the mayor's house. Let's, mm. let's just let's just call call that. You got your predictable shushing. It's like one of the few times they play a trope street in Steven Universe. Shh. <laughs> okay, um, can we? All right. So I'll I'll suspend my disbelief a lot for this show about uh, lesbian space rocks. But Buddy just sort of took a short little journey from the U.S. to Scan- to Scandinavia. Yeah. Just like oh, I trekked very far. Yeah. No. 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 Heck. You you went halfway across the world. Yeah, I mean, like, people theorize that. like, not even a quarter of the way across the world, be fair. Well, yeah, but people theorize that um, Mayor Dewey was the first one to colonize the U.S., or at least that section of the U.S., like, it's the equivalent of, like, Plymouth Rock or something. And um, so they traveled the whole Atlantic, and and Buddy's just like, oh, I'm gonna go back. Yeah, like, these seafaring journeys that took, like, I don't know, the, the amount of time that it takes to create a person... (laughs) <laughs> like not like nine to ten months. Like someone, someone could be conceived in Britain and wouldn't and uh, get on a boat and they would be born right when they were setting foot on America. I thought it was just three months. Was no, that doesn't sound right. Maybe I could be exaggerating. But you know, the big deal going from Europe to the Americas is they didn't know that there was land out there, whereas he knows for sure that there's unexplored land up there on the peninsula. Well, Pearl did draw that world map from memory. And it looks like there's lots of unsafe stuff there. Like, yeah, uh, I mean, France and France appears to be a no-go zone mm-hmm. or at least a uh, part I of mean, France, part of Spain. I mean, why would you want to go to France anyway? <laughs> Friggin' France, filthy city. Yeah, the, the city, city of, of France. France. Friggin' city of France. Well, my question is how Buddy actually got into the Lunar Sea Spire. Yes, I was wondering that too, because it's a waterfall down and there's no way for him to get back up. Cause yeah, a better question. How did he get out? I mean, is he is he a gem? Can he use the warp pad? Also, with Buddy, like, there's no GPS. How did Buddy, like, Buddy would have had to have a, a great understanding of, uh, what's the word, uh, uh, what's, what's it called when they, uh, of follow like they're able to follow by stars mm. navigating What's that called? no it's it's got a specific word uh cartography 
Cartography, I think. That's that's mapping. Oh, that too. Um, Bottom line is, he's a really good explorer if he yeah. can find all these sites just from an X on a map, and if he can get into and out of the Looter Sea Spire. I don't think there's a word for it, Hunter. I think it's just navigate by stars. No, no, no. It's It's gotta be... Oh, it's a thing! It's like a pirate thing that I heard in a pirate thing. Ugh! I'm gonna punch myself all day. Um, but anyway, uh, he he got he got to the lunar sea spire the same way he got from astro navigation. No, oh jeez. Well, Wikipedia just says just calls it celestial navigation, Ugh. also known as astro navigation. So let's yeah sure that's that's what you got. Let's friggin' go with it. I don't even care. Yeah, let's just do a show about strawberries. Giant strawberries, the size giant, of your head. Giant strawberries. So it is nice to know about where the strawberry battlefield is. That was that was a big question. Mm-hmm. Now the big question I have is: Is the X that's near the strawberry battlefield the sky spire? The sky spire, where the where the heaven and heaven beetle was Ooh. hanging out. Yeah, that's that a, is that is interesting because um, I mean I always thought that that was an eastern inspired temple. So of all the sites that we've seen, I would assume it's the one in Southeast Asia. But yeah, it, yeah, it always struck me as a uh, like South yeah Southeast Asia. But you guys are forgetting about the Sky Arena. Like the Strawberry Battlefield has all the floating mountains, so that might have been like the source. It could have been the Sky Arena hmm. where Ooh. Pearl got poofed in. Uh, Connie did her training. Yeah. I mean, but why would she bother marking something that he has absolutely no way to get to? That would be hilarious. Like having a picture of him in a in a hot air balloon. Ooh, maybe he used a hot air balloon to get into and out of the sea spire. Wait, there we he, go. Hold on. Did he uh did he document the sky arena? Like did he find it? Nope, nope. But okay. I'm just thinking it would See, be funny I, him may, getting there with a hot air balloon. It may just be me, but I've never and it might just be that I never thought about it that much, but I never thought of the Sky Arena as like a physical location. It might just float around everywhere. It might just float around. I was I was Columbia thinking it was almost style. like one of the gym rooms where it was just like it was it just sort of existed in its own plane. Uh, I think it, I, I think know. it's just like floating around the sky. Could well, be. remember, uh, Ruby and Sapphire jumped off of it onto Earth. The Sky Arena. Yeah. What? Yeah. What? Remember that? Wait, sp- that was the Sky Arena. Yes. Yes. No, no way! No, oh, how did I not catch that? Oh my god, I didn't, I didn't know that that was a sky arena, or that was the sky arena. I just thought it was some floating platform. Golly. The place is a lot bigger back in the day. Yeah, that's that's wicked. That's super cool. All right, all right, never mind. But yeah, we got some pretty, pretty cool hints about gem locations. Um, but uh, that that's just a lot of guesswork. I think. I think the big gem location was the one that Amethyst told him to go check out was the Sandcastle, because that's where we get Rose. And that's where mm. we get the lions. Yeah. The lions. Oh. So we have, so we didn't really get anything solid, but we did definitely get some hints as to like the origin of lion, of uh, like how Rose is related to lions. I, I guess the, I guess Greg's cat theory is officially dead. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that's, that's cute. I, I wish, I don't know. I, what, what does Rose, like, why was Rose, like, why did Rose have so many lions? We where don't she, Where know. did she find all these lions? And why lions? Well, if I was like an eight foot tall gem warrior with absolutely no fear of having my face ripped off by an African cat, 
I would own seven lions. Yeah, but lions aren't in the desert, though, too. Well, if it, <laughs> maybe. Like, why I, not? Why not nine cactuses? Because they're not lions. <laughs> she could turn them into cactus lions. She she has the she has the plant powers. Cactuses are pretty much the lions of the plant world. What? Yeah, I'm, I, he, he's yeah, got I you there, Sophia. I'm not, I'm not taking it back. I'm not taking it back. What about like porcupines <laughs> or hedgehogs? No, 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 no. Sea urchins. No, 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 no. Lions. Animals. Sea urchins are barely animals. But, but this this wasn't the first place that lions were in the episode. Lots of people noticed that at the lunar sea spire. The pillar, which used to show just a bunch of herbivores, like antelopes and giraffes or something, showed lions back when Buddy explored it. Ooh, that's Female lions on continuous staircases and with a nice starry, planety backdrop rather than no backdrop. Very intriguing. Well, Very something intriguing. that I found kind of interesting is that I always thought that lion's special features included his mane that had the five points, like a star. Like, I always thought that was a characteristic of lion that's unique to lion, but all the male lions that Rose was hanging around with also had the five points on their manes. Mm, I mean, so. that is her symbol. So what did she do? She, like, like combed the lion's manes into little stars? They might have been magical even back then. I mean, for all we know, they're all corrupted gems that she mostly uncorrupted and for some strange reason has not told anybody. We know nothing about them. We can come up with whatever insane theories we want. Rose is secretly a lion! Yeah, there's very little in the show to contradict us at this point. It's full Ronaldo time for everybody, until we get more evidence. Level 7 space lions! Maybe you think Steven isn't the first gem hybrid. Maybe Rose found a way to make a lion gem-powered in the same way that Steven is. <laughs> gem-powered. Because that's kind of... So Steven's kind of like the lapis mirror, but a living organism. That might be the same thing with the lion. Hmm, that's interesting. I don't know. None of us know. It is driving me up the wall thinking about it, though. <laughs> and I, I don't know when we're going to get answers. It might be like that thing... In Avatar, like, what happened to Zuko's mom that is never answered? Well, don't they answer it in, like, the comic book series? Yeah, so maybe that's what they're gonna do. Maybe it's gonna be, like, the edge of the, at the end of the show and they're just teasing us and teasing us and then it never does get answered. Make sure to buy the new Steven Universe comic series. As if I aren't already. Yeah. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> I really liked, uh, just a little light thing. I really liked Amethyst's, um, I really like Amethyst's outfit. That was super cute. I love that. Steven and Connie imagined them in the same outfits that they were wearing in when, the painting well, yeah, with from the shark. So Many Birthdays. Yeah, the, the Watson and the shark look-alike painting. Mm -hmm. Although for some reason he imagined Rose in her regular outfit rather than her outfit from that painting. Well, wasn't her outfit essentially just her usual dress with a little corset? Yeah. No, her outfit in the painting was like an explorer-type outfit. Oh. Uh... Whereas the one she normally wears is much more like a ballroom gown or something. Well, her current dress is, always looks like a wedding dress. Yeah, that that too. Hmm, yeah, I'm looking at the... Um, yeah, she is in like explorer's garb in the painting. Well, no, because she still has the dress. So her top is different, but she still has like the rose-shaped dress. Yeah. But she's not wearing the top in Stephen's imagination. I like how Amethyst has the general's uniform, like that kind of, like the Civil War general. Yeah, I like yeah that. that's what it always made me think of, a Civil War soldier. 
That's cute. Yeah, considering she was, you know, made for fighting, kind of makes sense. But, oh, people will be so mad at us if we do not mention Rose's breaking of the fourth wall in this episode. Oh my god, I felt like kind of uncomfortable at that. Yeah, just staring right at us. I mean, the way she looks at it, it's almost like she's recording an ad for your local library. <laughs> I remember she did that, and I was just like, what? Buddy looks at us, it's like, what's she looking at? Looks back to her, <laughs> looks back to us, it's like he doesn't see it. I was really hoping like a small ad to pop down at the bottom. Oh, please buy the world of Steven Universe, now you're your local Barnes & Noble. <laughs> Barnes & Noble still exist? Uh, yeah, there's one in my town. They still sell on eBay. Yep. Barnes & Noble's still open, but Hastings is closing. How's that? Aww. I don't understand that. But, I don't know. I buy all the books, comics, and whatever on my iPad, so uh, I'm part of the problem. You're part of the problem! <laughs> that was a pretty funny fourth wall break, I think. It was cute. I liked it. <laughs> Just the smug way she does it. <laughs> Real cute. Oh, Stephen. I don't know. It was cute. So so you said you didn't like Jamie in this episode. Would you have preferred to see the real yes. Buddy Budwick? Yes, I would have. Mm, Philistine. No appreciation for good drama. Heresy! Um, Jamie good drama is, is drama that's not overacted. Or melodramatic. Says you. Um. Live theater, girl! Excuse me for having taste. Bad taste. Um. Yeah? Well, you got something to say <laughs> to the theater major? Uh, but I, I do wonder, wonder why the C Spire's decoration was changed. Or how? I don't know. By that's... who? No. That is, that is an interesting little detail. Yeah, I'm looking at it now. It's That's cute. I mean, like I said, if, if I wanted to, you, you know, I, I could try to find a way to connect it to Pink Diamond Theory. But, you know, now that I have my adult supervision, I'm not supposed to be talking about that anymore. Hmm. I don't know. Do not and again, know. The, the timing of the change just wouldn't make sense for it anyway. Like, I can't think of any reason for Rose to change it. I can't. And then we'd have to have some other gem running around changing things, or... Hmm. What's being changed? The the decorations on the pillar. The central pillar with the stairs around it. Of? The sea spire. I don't remember that. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm looking at it right now. It's it's uh, lionesses. But was it was it different in Yes, it was different. Not only were they not only were they herbivores, but they weren't connected on the staircases their platforms were all separate from each other and there was no background whereas with the lionesses you can see that there are stars and planets in the background and huh. I, I will point out that the lion is considered a regal animal perhaps a symbol of some sort of ruler huh. hmm. just oh. saying someone you know might continue to use this royal symbol in secret I'm just saying. I, I, I'm lost, GC. I'm lost. What? That's okay. That's okay, Hunter. We're all lost right now. You know, if Rose would have lions as her servants, Pearl should have cheetahs. Ooh, I want Garnet to have leopards. Yes. Garnet and then would... Amethyst has, like, bobcats. And Lars can have no, a panther? No, Amethyst would have tigers. Because of the... Yeah, okay. Yeah, you're right. Wait, no, Pumas! She had pumas, purple pumas. <laughs> yeah, the pumas. Yeah, obviously. But she had tigers in the uh, pilot. Stephen yeah. will go with the tigers. Okay, yeah, Stephen. Stephen does fit well with the tigers. Yeah, because he's tiger. He's tiger millionaire. 
Yeah. Oh, what is what is next week's episode? Next week's episode is entitled Mindful Education. Ooh. Oh, another Stephen and Connie episode. Heck yeah, dude. When does it air? I'm losing. When do they air? Does it still air on Thursdays? 7 p.m. Eastern, Day- Eastern Daylight Time on Thursday. Hey, Hunter. Yes. What's the difference between a pizza and a theater degree? You can eat with a pizza. A pizza <laughs> will feed a family of four. Yeah. Ouch. Yeah, the, the description for mindful education is Stephen and Connie must concentrate more to take their training to the next level. So I assume this is our Stavani versus Hollow Pearl episode. Mm-hmm. I can't wait. Hey, Sophia, what's the difference between a theater degree and living in California? What? At least you get a piece of paper after spending too much money with a theater degree. Ooh. I'm sorry. I, ju- I was just getting defensive. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Sophia. That was dumb. <laughs> I don't know. I thought it was pretty clever. California, very expensive I know to I'm going to be homeless. I get it. <laughs> True. True. Anyway, this was a cute episode. Yeah. yeah I, I liked Buddy's illustrations. I like the I like the implications of Blue Diamond's palanquin being left abandoned. I mean, I don't think that Blue Diamond was shattered or even captured, although People have, of course, found candidates for all of the diamonds who aren't yellow diamond in the bubble room. But mm. uh, her getting into a tough spot, that would be a cool flashback. Hmm. I could dig it. What? What? What is a palanquin? It's like a litter. A litter? It's where you have people carrying you around because you're awesome and they suck and you're the best around and nothing's ever going to keep you down. You're the best. <laughs> Around, no one's ever gonna keep you down. <laughs> now, now, now I'm just imagining people carrying Blue Diamond around singing that song. <laughs> Her slaves have to be like <laughs> these, like super soulful tenors, just singing out. You're the best. I dig it. Uh, <laughs> sounds more like something Jasper would do to a bunch of. Ru- yeah, that would be fan art. Somebody commission that piece. Jasper being carried around by a bunch of rubies who are singing you're the best around. Yeah. Speaking of commission, I want I want to see like an actual copy of uh Buddy's journal. I'd buy that. I would too. Yeah. I would absolutely buy that. I want it leather backed too. Mmm. And blank. No, you know what I want them to make? After after they after they finish helping uh, Ronaldo write his Keep Beach City Weird book. I want them to make a like field guide to gems, so we can fill it up with you know just short one page things like what they look like and a brief thing like you know jaspers are distinct you know how are how are the how are the quartzes different because we know amethysts and jaspers are very different quartzes but we don't know how. Really, you just want a lore bible, don't you? Yes. I want many lore bibles. This <laughs> to be the first of them. This one is to focus about gems. I, I want a hist I want a history of the gem empire, a history of the rebellion. Um, I want Steven Universe to do with its lore like what the Warrior Cats did, like a billion special editions. Just oh my goodness! Comics no. at the end of no. every book. Just you can never get enough backstory on everything. I want a gossip magazine about the private lives of the diamonds. <laughs> really? You know, Yellow Pearl tells all. <laughs> Oh, Jesus. Really, I just want, really, I'd be content with just, uh, like, a D&D style, like, world-building book. 
Like a book, a, bu- a book you'd buy to flesh out uh, like your campaign, you know? And it has to weigh at least book. 10 pounds. Yeah, yeah, no, you have to be able to like bludgeon someone to death with this book. <laughs> My even, gem weapon even is a it's, book. Yeah, even though it's paperback. So yeah, I, I, I want to see, I want to see a lot of, a lot of Steven Universe books on like I said, the the guidebook, the guide to the crystal gems was nice and everything, but that was targeted real young and illustrated basically completely with screenshots from the show. I'd I'd pay for them to set their sights a little higher, you know. Yeah, come on, man. I mean, I paid we for get... them to set their sights at exactly what they are right now. So you know, may, yeah. maybe if uh, maybe if they're worried about how many they'd sell, they could do a digital only thing. It'd be a lot easier to recoup the costs that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, just you know, whatever it takes. Whatever it takes, I know I can make it through. Thank you, Hunter. You're very welcome. I just, I wanted to, you know, put some, put some culture in your life. <laughs> Implying Degrassi is culture. So anybody have anything else to say about Buddy's book? He can be my buddy any day. <laughs> <laughs> Kill me! Kill me now! <laughs> yes, uh, that's my name. Uh I want right. seven lions. <laughs> One for each day of the week. <laughs> one more for holidays. Uh, oh, what, you know, one thing I want to mention is from the very beginning of the episode, the, the very cute, nice parking job lion. And then, you know, of course, lion wanders off as soon as Steven locks him up. Beep, beep. Typical, typical lion. Typical lion. Always being difficult. Always getting into antics. I mean, uh, he's the lion that isn't eating your face off, so I'd be pretty satisfied. Leo El Difficile, as they say. <laughs> uh, but that that was cute. Uh, the, their little interaction with lion. He just walks off with that smug look on his face. Cute, cute, cute. Yep. So, uh, that's it then. I guess we'll be here next week talking about mindful education. I'm hoping for some Stevani doing some slicey slice. <laughs> Until then, I'm GC13. I'm Sophia. And I'm Hunter. Later, kiddos. Well, you gotta leave us a review on iTunes. Oh yeah, do do that too. Leave us leave us a review on iTunes. I like showing my friends that I matter. <laughs> That's cute. Our opening and closing music is by James Roach. For more Steven Universe fan-related content, please visit LunarCSpire.com. Thank you for listening.